Hello folks, it's Beyond This Earth, episode 12, season three. Get ready, cause it's time to learn from the cats. Learn from Greek animal, it's grace, it's glory, it's claws. As the rats are leaving the building, make sure we start catching these rats. And we'll show you how in the upcoming You Ain't Shit 7. That and the markets are going up and down escalators. Why? And why is Netflix related to all of this? James Webb has finally reached a Lagrange point two of glory! But it will take another five months before everything else to get ready. Plus, what's MCAL and the inability of women to grow up? And M&M's and Mickey Mouse's wife, Minnie, are all starting to wear pantsuits. What the hell is this? All this and more on today's episode. Oh this Earth. This is Beyond This Earth. Hello folks, welcome to Beyond This Earth Season 3, Episode 12. We got a lot to discuss on this episode. But first, the start and the end of this segment is related because it pretty much sets up what we're planning to do in our special bonus, which is You Ain't Shit 7. The rats are leaving the building. The rats are leaving the hen house. To quote the phrase with all the grains. Let, let us learn from cats. Become great animal. Learn from the claws. Learn from how they hunt. Cause we're gonna be spending the good amount of the next 20 years hunting all of these motherfuckers down. We could finish this in five, but we're going to be busy trying to get to space. So that's why I say 20. Do you know why I say that the rats are leaving? I'm going to start with Margaret Brennan's best friend. Best friend. Dr. Scott Gottlieb, formerly a Pfizer. What do you say? Well, I think it's time to uh, move away from the mandates and, um, <clears throat> you know, I'm going to move away from the mandates. We're going to move away from the vaccinations and all the rest of these things. I think we got the pills. I think we got the day. I don't think this Omicron is as serious as all get out. Uh, we need to start learning from the UK to reopen the country and get back, to get back things into order. Uh, what does that sound like, bros? Have you seen the markets lately? It sounds like the rats are leaving! They caveled and they came up stickers! Look, the rats are leaving, bro! When you see a rat, I don't care how big that rat is, I don't care how full he is, you're gonna learn from the cannon, you're gonna catch the rat. The rats are leaving. Oh, where you think you going? This is not Tom and Jerry, bro. You not Jerry, bro. Get the fuck in here. You gonna get eaten. 
You deserve to be eaten. You've been spreading them diseases. And I call that disease. That mass formation psychosis. You know, you, the rats, all over the place. The king makers and all the rest of them, middle management, squeaking around. The cats were all over the place sleeping. They ain't sleeping no more. You shouldn't be sleeping no more. You can't be sleeping when the rats are trying to leave with the rest of the greens. They have become way too fun. Come That bad formation is psychosis. It's all over the place. The rats are trying to leave the hen house, bro. They're leaving. And they think they're going to come back and say, we didn't do nothing wrong. You better learn from the fox and the rat and the cats, bruh. Start hunting them in the, in the snow. Start hunting them in the fields. They have done some damage, bro. They gambled on all of Western society and came out snake eyes. Now they're trying to minimize the damage they have done. This minimization of the damage, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. I'm gonna show you some examples. This is why we started with this today. Some very dark examples. There was a post on Twitter from Scott Greer that showed a teacher doing something that should get her fired from teaching in any school anywhere in the country. Fired, folks. This is not Euphoria High School, but some people think it is for Zoom. What kind of nonsense are they hiring in these public schools? But that's not all, folks. Dr. Malone, you know, the same Dr. Malone that talked to Joe Rogan, which has now increased his controversy, especially after the situation that has gone with him and now with Jordan Peterson. He said this a couple days ago. Regarding the age stratification, I, I, have, I was asked not to speak about this um, by Nancy Pelosi's office. But I had a meeting with them last fall, and I specifically asked that they ask the CDC to age stratify. And uh, there was absolutely no action. So it's not as if the administration and the senior leadership in the House, at least, was not aware of this issue of age stratification. Like Malone was talking about the age stratification when it comes to who was more affected from this particular world event crisis. And Nancy Pelosi's office told Dr. Malone specifically don't release their CDC data. 
Wait a second. That's a government agency, and the senator is telling a man who is working with the government agency not to tell her about the data that you ultimately have the authority to, you know, tell the data? That's a weird request coming from the senator, the House Speaker. That's a very weird request. Very weird. Much weird. Much weird, much evils. Something's up, something's up, real evils. Not to be outdone, a registered nurse, Nicole Sturtertack, was in a roundtable discussion with Senator Ron Johnson, titled COVID-19, a second opinion, the full session is located in other places. I'll have a link on you, but for you on the descriptions. But let us go through the introduction and some important things that she stated on that particular roundtable. Uninterrupted opportunity to represent the harm that is coming to the patients in the American hospitals and the lack of early intervention. My name is Nicole Sirotek. I'm a registered nurse. I've been a registered nurse for over a decade. My specialty is critical care trauma and flight. Um, since the start of the COVID pandemic, I've actually been rebranded, I guess you can say, as a leading expert in early intervention strategies executed on a large mass scale using the FLCCC protocol, as well as um, ventilator uh, COVID patient ventilator protective strategies to optimize uh, COVID patients on the ventilators. My story actually begins back in May of 2020. I was one of the original nurses that went to NYC to help with the COVID pandemic, because as we remember, they needed nurses. Most importantly, they needed ventilators. Well, I was the whole package, a flight nurse that can manage ventilators. And when I arrived there, um, the gross negligence and the medical you know, malfeasance that happened in there and the complete medical mismanagement of these patients is what has led, up, has led us to the situation that we're in right now. The pandemic and the hysteria that was created from poor public health measures and poor execution of appropriate early intervention strategies and the handicapping of medical professionals doing their job has led to where we are right now and into the crisis situation that we are in. I will use several key case studies that will represent larger uh, descriptive statistical information for what I'm going to speak of. But when I was in New York, and what continues to happen today is that many of them are not dying from COVID. Now, many people don't know about me is that I'm actually a master's prepared biochemist, and I have worked extensively with the HIV uh, virus tracking uh, genetic mutations. So I feel very comfortable going toe-to-toe -to -toe with some of these doctors here, although I am not a doctor, I'm just a nurse. But what we saw in these front lines, we knew what was happening. And when we asked for the ibuprofen, they said, no, it was contraindicated. When we asked, like, why aren't we giving them steroids? Oh, well, it's not. We're just following orders. Following orders has led to the sheer number of deaths that has occurred in these hospitals. That's the rest of that video will be available on the description there. So make sure you listen to the rest of it right after the two minute mark. There's another video from cellular and molecular biologist Christina Parks. And she explains the risk of associated with the spike protein taking one size fit all approach to medicine. 
She states the following to also to Senator Ron Johnson. Today I come both as an uh, African-American, as a scientist. As a scientist, it's quite baffling to me that we have an avalanche of data showing that it's the spike protein that causes the del deleterious effects of COVID. All right? So, but we don't see any problem with putting genetic material into the cells um, of our body that tell it to make tons and tons of spike protein. Right? We're not adding a little bit like a traditional vaccine and then having your body make an antibody response. We've decided let's just make the body just make tons of the spike protein. And we know that the spike protein is toxic. The Ginsha lab at Georgetown showed the spike protein signals through the ACE2 receptor, which usually doesn't signal at all. And that leads to pulmonary hypertension. This is causing inflammation. Um, Avolio and at the Bristol Medical Center in the UK showed that the spike protein severely disrupts the functions of cells that support the heart. Maybe it's just me, but I want my heart cells to work right. Lee and all out of Hong Kong demonstrated the antibodies um, made to the spike protein cross-react with our own tissues so that many people, when they make antibodies to the spike protein, getting an autoimmune response that can be devastating. I could go on and on and on. We know the spike protein is toxic. Why are we having our bodies make it? As an African-American scientist, I'm extremely troubled about this one-size-fits-all approach to vaccination and vaccine mandates. There is now a growing body of data showing that people of African descent respond more vigorously to vaccines containing RNA viruses and may need a lower dose. This is Gregory Poland's work out of the Mayo Clinic. And basically, he showed that they have both a higher innate and a higher humoral response. And in order for those vaccines to be safe, we're looking at something like the MMR with measles, mumps, and rubella, all RNA viruses. They may need a lower dose because the higher dose, when you activate your immune system, it becomes inflammatory. If you activate it too much, it becomes hyperinflammatory. If you lack vitamin D. So that. That was, um, they were talking about the spike protein and what's going on with that particular protein. Oh, speaking of judges, how about the FDA and Pfizer told a judge that, uh, you know, it, we, it should be staying for 75 years. The judge said, you're going to open that data now. Um, we can't do that. Oh, you stonewalling me. Don't make me send them subpoenas. Then they started saying, can we, can, can we, we need to talk. I, I, I got something on the phone, please. Get out now. They found us. Learn from cats. Great animal. Learn how to swipe. The rats are running. Start chasing. Learn from cats. Learn from fox. Get into the snow and dig. Guess who cover up on Ifermethrin? One, Dr. Hill's meta-analysis had just appeared on a preprint server. In Dr. Lurie's opinion, the conclusion did not match the evidence. Rest assured, I'm not going to let this lie. For a long time, I don't. I'm not saying we keep going for another but year. The fact that you're saying you're not going to let it last for a long time makes you realize the impact of your work. So, how long are you going to let people carry on dying unnecessarily? Up to you. What is your, what is the timeline that you've allowed for this? Well, 
what I hope is that this, this stalemate that we're in doesn't last very long. It lasts a matter of weeks. And I guarantee I will push for this to last for a short amount of time as possible. So how long How long do you think the stalemate will go on for? How long do you think you'll... you'll well, okay. From my side, okay, from my side, every single new trial that comes through, we're going to be aggressively adding it on, and I think end of Feb, we'll be back. Six weeks. How many people die every day? <laughs> well, there is a whole group of people who think that ivermectin is, is complete rubbish. I'm not talking around. about them. I'm not talking about them. I'm saying we know the evidence. How many people well, die every day? Oh, sure. I mean, you know, 15,000 people a day. 15,000 yeah, people a day times six weeks? Yeah, sure. First, no, I guess you have it. to try and get it into the human. Uh, he seemed to be really uncomfortable and making excuses. So it means to tell me that he was making excuses for ivermectin and uh, uh, making excuses against the use of ivermectin and all the rest of it. The Pfizer CEO disappointed with the performance of the MRA vaccine. Instead of withholding a failing part for the market, Pfizer has decided to do more studies on fourth dose and mega doses that being produced. But you just heard that more doses will hurt people of color. You heard them. You heard them. You heard them. Switzerland has begun easing COVID restrictions on Wednesday. The time has come. It is over. Stop it now. But in Canada, oh, in Canada. Oh, wait, before we get to Canada, Biden's Fat vaccine or test mandate for workers in large businesses was withdrawn on the 26th of January after evaluating the court's decision. OSHA is withdrawing the vaccination ETS as an enforceable emergency temporary standard. The Supreme Court, if you remember, said no mas to the emergency mandate. 63. Couple days later, Andrew Kennedy announced his retirement. Biden said he will find a African-American woman to become the next judge in the Supreme Court. And in Canada, truckers have had enough. We're going to the Capitol. What? Do the liberals in Canada do? Call truckers fascists for going up into Canada and telling Trudeau what's what. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all better learn from the cat. Y'all better learn from the large cat. Y'all better learn from the cheetah. And the Jaguar, both versions of the Jaguar. You better learn from the lion. You definitely better learn from the lion. Oh, you better learn from the cat. Read that and move. Learn how to catch those rats. Learn from fox. Get in the snow and dig those rats out. They're fleeing.
from the bet they made. We have created a society of gamblers. You see them. See those as we're wounding you. My brother, Cooper Manning, is a Caesar. Except you, Carl. Not you. But Cooper's a Caesar. Remember the days. You know, Cleo, remember the days, Caesar? When you used to be in uh, Younger Caesar? When we're driving around in Las Vegas? Archie Manning, what are you going to do for us as we become Caesars? Our whole country is turned into a gambling paradise. And guess what? Middle management, doctors of middle management, medical industry, middle management, 33 million billion dollars richer in 2020 and 39 million dollars rich billion dollars richer in 2021 said we're going to try to get it to a hundred billion dollars in 2022 snake eyes where's my money the house wants his money. The house cat wants his money. The house mouser wants his money. It's going to get his cash. You ain't shit, sis is coming. We'll talk about that near the end of the segment. The stock market went down and up Escalators all started by Netflix not getting an extra 500,000 people on their streaming services. Not getting them. Nowhere near. No, not even close. From the Financial Times, the corporate narrative of Netflix has been always of high drama. Is the streaming service a savvy disruptor that will live on forever as the first mover of online entertainment? Or is it a house of cards pushing an unsustainable business model that all of Hollywood foolishly followed? After spending several years of watching Wall Feature, Netflix, Disney, Warner, and other media giants announced in 2009 great plans to make their own streaming services. Their stock prices benefited. Their chief executives got bonuses. Everything was hunky and dory. The problem was that long-term business case for streaming is still being tested. Streaming tether said that cable TV is extremely expensive, inflexible, inconvenient for consumers, which is part of the reason why I made a lot of money and provided income for the studios. Nable could cancel the cable TV packages, but it was not easy and there wasn't much of an alternative. Netflix broke the dam and in do so grew rapidly. At the time, it was too early to know whether Netflix will become sustainably profitable, and if so, how profitable? But how does Netflix keep adding a rip-warning number of consumers to be a good business? Netflix believes that it argued that having more subscribers 
Revenue will balloon while costs will stabilize as it spread off this content library. Making 100 new TV shows for 200 million subscribers is better than making the same 100 shows for 100 million subscribers. As it have grew, Netflix could raise prices enabling higher revenue. In practice, it could have been more, it has been more complicated. After being fed TV at a low price, viewers have become much, 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 much hungrier and stingier and way more impatient. The particular writer of this article recently signed up for a free child showtime so I could see Yellow Jackets, a TV show my friends were watching. I binge it on in the weekend and then canceled a free trial, never paying anything to showtime. Why wouldn't I? Did the K rate of streaming come to the extremely record? Squid Game, that's so last quarter. Best Goom Anderson of a top media analyst wrote last week The business model is much more capital intensive than most other models we've seen. So with even 222 million subscribers, Netflix had to keep spending, and a lot to say she does. Last year, Netflix posted negative free cash flow, the money left after paying in operating expenses and capital expenditure of $559 million on $30 billion of revenue. Moff and Hansen projects that for 2022, Netflix revenue will rise 13% to more than $33 billion, but expenses will increase... 15% to $27 billion, $20 billion of it on new contract. This amounts a net income of $5 billion, about down by 3% from 2021. So net makes a lot of revenue, but much less capital profit because its costs are high. In this sense, Netflix's long-term business might look a lot like a teleco than a tech company. The biggest telecom groups have to invest heavily to offer the best service while keeping prices low because they're effectively selling the same product as their competitors. Netflix was its own category for a while now, and now it's surrounded by the competition. The stock market has spent the last decade rewarding Netflix for its visioning role. For a long time, that made old studio executives angry. But what if Netflix results have shown us recently is something more fundamentally scary for Hollywood? Streaming television is going to make less money maybe a lot less money than the entertainment companies than cable did. They're replacing a great model for a less great model. Mile, mile, says Danielson. What did I tell you three years ago? Netflix is not going to last long for this world. What did I tell you many moons ago? You have a... Aesthetics and branding problem in the cable industry. You have a aesthetics and branding problem in the cable industry. Netflix was a bandage, a very large one, a bandage on a much deeper problem that only got exposed recently with the NFL ratings. Do I have to tell you the NFL ratings? My guy. My guy. Last weekend's NFL ratings. 33, 30 million for Tennessee versus Cincinnati. 33 million for the Nets game on the list. 
36 million for the next game on the list. San Francisco and Green Bay. 40 million unofficially and 38 million officially for Los Angeles versus Tampa Bay. 42 million, 42.1 million, 950,000 with a game, one of the great games in NFL history between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. The peak was at 51.8 billion, million people. Last week, two weeks ago, CBS and Nickelodeon both combined for 41 million people. 50 million at the last 25 minutes of the game between San Francisco and Dallas. Last time we had seen these ratings, 2016, 48 million points sit, 48.6 million. Dallas versus Green Bay Ice Bowl 2, the catch that wasn't a catch. Changed the history of the league forever. The destiny of the league was changed forever once again. But everybody's asking, where do these juiced up brands come from? Well, they come from the out-of-household things that they have been trying to do for many decades. We'll get to that in a minute. But do you want to know why these ratings are high? There is a video out there done by a 506 forum guy that does ratings and does other things in the history of the National Football League and talks about Sunday night football, it's early days. And it talks about the games that they played in the 1970s for Sunday night football, when the NFL was experimenting with trying to get a Sunday night platform. When they went to get their Saturday platform, I mean, Sunday platform, they faced off the teeth of some of the best shows on television at the time. The Waltons, Colombo, the Virginian, you name it, it was there. Couldn't beat them. Now, 91 out of the 100 top terrestrial television shows in the nation, in America, all football. Emmys, I don't, the Emmys didn't make it there. The parade for the Thanksgiving Day Parade made it in there. The Thanksgiving Day Parade made it in there. And I think it was two other things that made it in there. Top 91 of the 100. 60 Minutes made it in there. The Equalizer was the only show that made it there. 
What happened? The answer is simple. The writers were better back in the past than they were now. It's that simple. I said it in the episode eight, which I'm still working to fit. The, that particular entity, the writers and the directors of those shows back in the past were better today than they are now. Look at what's happening to Netflix. God's sakes! The NFL elongated its season to 18 games. The ratings have gone high. We saw the ratings there. 30 million two weeks ago. 34 million last week. Because of that, they're doing golf on a Friday. Third round on CBS main network. Saturday at 4.30 at night. And they'll go until 8 o'clock for the final round on a Saturday. So CBS can air the AFC championship game at 3. Jim Nance is hosting the show from Kansas City, it's 20, de 20 degrees over there. I do have to mention it. CBS, Viacom CBS has now moved towards from satellite to IP based in technology because of the ramping up since of the coronavirus. And also in another in interesting twist, a majority of the CBS stations that already have the 13 major cities that have CBS affiliation or are owned by CBS outright. As Philadelphia, New York, Miami, those particular places, Denver, San Francisco, uh, uh, San Francisco Los Angeles. They all renamed it into CBS News Philly or CBS News Los Angeles. Or CBS News Bay Area or CBS News Miami and they have retrofitted the main streaming network for CBS News brand new studio 57 no longer in the ghetto set but in a nice looking studio set that looks like they gave a damn and music looked like they Cave a damn. I'll give credit with credit to look nice. But boy, they're missing a lot of shit. I just told you what's going on with this. I from infinite. I just told you what's going on with Netflix and all the rest of it. They put pressure on Netflix. That was their plan, and now they got seceded. But in the unfortunate reality of the situation, since Netflix got hurt, every single motherfucker that has a streaming service got hurt, including Viacom, CBS, and Paramount Plus. Viacom went down, so did Disney, so did HBO, Warner Brothers, soon to be Warner Brothers Discovery. Very soon, 
and also Comcast, even though Peacock and Amazon Prime Video are the only two that are rising. Because guess what? As long as the Peacock subscribers are connected to the Infinity subscribers, and Infinity is, when I last counted it back in 2019, was only in third place behind Amazon and Netflix, or actually YouTube and Netflix, it was a no-brainer that they were going to use Peacock, and guess what? The no-brainer's here. Peacock is here. They now moved everything from the EBC thing, this to the other thing, all streaming to Peacock for the Winter Games in an unmeasurable place somewhere in the Asian Pacific Corridor. And then y'all folks think I'm playing games with y'all. That, oh, none of this matters. Netflix and everything else got hammered for the last several days. Just to be fair, Mark is closed about two and a half hours from this recording. The Dow Jones Industrial Average went up 40, uh, nah, excuse me, went down, went up five down, 564.69 plus 165 on the day, 34,725. NASDAQ went up 417.79 3.13. S&P went up plus 105.34 plus 243, even though they did not make it. It was on the losing side for this week. It was on the losing side for this week, but gains were all bound for Friday. Media has gone mad when we were just talking about this. The rats are leaving the ship. The rats are trying to blame a certain guy by the name of Joe Rogan, who ironically is connected to certain things in Vegas. That's the UFC. For all this COVID misinformation, all of the pandemic misinformation and Neil Young and many others, Barry Manilow and a couple of others have said, we are no longer going to be working on Spotify until you get rid of this dude, until you get rid of him. It's me or you. And they said, it's Joe Rogan. So you're going to be with the dumbass, but we're going to be with the quote unquote dumbass. Okay. We out. I'm fleeing with the rats. I have respect for all of these artists, but 
it's time to look at the reality of the situation. The Duchess leave the Duchess packing ship and saying we made a bad bet. We out. Sweden's going the same way. Switzerland's going the same way. The UK said we done. Former Pfizer board member and and, and, and vice president saying we out. We're hearing horror stories from two nurses. And then all of a sudden the narrative changes. It said game is over. Let's get out of here. We done. We ain't out of Spotify. All the rest of them. And then a government agency has said it's time to censor the dude. Time to censor him, bruh. The Surgeon General for Biden has said, look, free speech. But this, this brother is not free speech. Silence this brother. Silence Joe Rogan. Silence the quote-unquote dumbass. Silence him right in front of the U.S. government telling some to silence a whole man. What does that remind you of? What does that remind you of? And silencing is continuing because it seems that Substack, we do got a Substack, Starting to gain some inroads. The Guardian went out and said, You're preaching hate. The people that work in their subsets said, We're not preaching hate. We just don't want pornography. Fair trade. Oh, and we're not doing the whole Jesus thing and all the rest of it, but we just don't want pornography. Fair trade. That's fine. We already know what the rules are. So stop playing the game. Let them speak. It's not like they're getting any viewers anyway. Folks. This young lady came up from Stopsack saying that we are not going to change the content if they didn't do anything against our rules. A lot of people are saying, yeah, they should have, they did the wrong thing. A lot of people are saying they're just preaching hate. What happened to Medium? They changed one thing in their algorithm and they all went to shit and then they went to become the supporters and all the rest of it. And then what's going on with it? Oh, the, the, the subscribing services are not working. Yeah, the subscribing services weren't working for Medium either. So what's the jit? What's the stitch? What's the stitch, boys? What's the stitch? What's the difference? Difference is Substat figured it out. People are mad because it's not medium. Medium chose the other side of the game. Chose those that were basically stealing money. Oh, we have another article, Black Lives Matter. Everybody's running out of that shit too. Y'all motherfuckers are in some real fucked up shit. Because maybe it's time for You Ain't Shit 7. It's on site now. 
everybody that was doing the song and dance of the vaccine. We're going to do this very soon. You ain't shit seven. Y'all going to be called out and it's going to be glorious. I told you to learn from cat and thoughts. Great animals, majestic animal. Learn from them. Learn how to swipe. Learn how to trap. Learn how to play with the prey and then catch them in damn teeth. They should not get away with this mass formation psychosis that they breed, which is sort of like toxic constant plant. Well, not well, which is sort of like the diseases that they do spread, rats do spread. Not unlike the black plague through the fleas, by the way, and other things of that nature. You ain't shit seven is coming soon and it is on site. And boys, it's not just Fauci and the rest of them. It's Joe Biden, it's Matt Pat, it's all the people that talked about this and they need to be called out for who they are and what they have done and what irreparable damage they have done to themselves, their legacies and everything else about them because they made a bad bet and they rolled snake eyes and they believed that these scientists who rolled snake eyes were the smartest people in the room. That's coming soon. Coming up next. What's them Caleb? And the women who just can't grow up. And on a continuation that we're using Substack for about certain things in the men's choices that women want to be with. I have something fascinating that you need to hear. And we'll get through all that as we continue on Beyond This Earth right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. If you haven't heard of Wes Elm Caleb, thank goodness. I'm just gonna keep it short. It's about a guy, fashion designer, was able to get through all the COVID protocols and whatnot, and he was dating pretty much for a very long time. In that particular sense, all the women started to figure out, oh, we were dating all the same guy and he looks like a kid because they didn't choose any one of us. And then it came up to why he didn't choose us and all the rest of it. Who he's such a fuck boy. All the rest of that nonsense. <laughs> Look, I'm not here to blame Caleb. I think Caleb is doing good work for what he can get, especially in New York City. Especially with all these rich people in New York City getting billions and billions of dollars from PPP funds and all the rest of that nonsense. 
they were able to get from what have you. But putting it in that particular perspective, it also showcases some serious, serious problems. These women are still acting like they're 11-year-old children, especially when it comes to these types of relationships. Not every guy is going to like them. Not every guy is going to do this and what have you. Not every guy is going to put a ring on the finger. But it becomes apparent to me that we can't be blaming these dudes and we can't be blaming men forever. I mean, pretty much he did what Rolo Tomasi said. Don't be exclusive, especially him being around 26, 27 years old. He hasn't reached a point where he can be exclusive and he wants to settle down and start a family. And now we're getting all these things from Instagram and all the like saying that, oh, if a man wants to stay with you, he'll stay with you and all the rest of that particular thing is still that pretty much that Disney nonsense, even though Disney's almost at that point of trying to take over the world and whatnot. But West Ham Caleb is a part of a much, much interesting thing I'm beginning to see. I also mentioned this a little bit in the substack that is connected to this particular radio show. And I want to showcase this for a final warning and other realizations. I want to go to near the end of the article. The article stating here, after they watched the videos and all the rest of it, why did I do it simple? Roller Tomasi has stated time and time again, genuine desire cannot be negotiated. There's another statement that is around this. Women are meant to be loved, not to be understood. So given those two statements, what is the stitch? No advice here, some, some personal observation. The man's gotta choose if he can, if he can't choose, he is a slave. He can choose the woman that he wants to be around with, the culture he is born into, the society that interacts with him, and how they interplay with each other is something men would deal with daily. The problem is with this culture and society interacts against men's nature and his abilities outside of family formation. This makes starting, raising, maintaining, and leading a family difficult. So they destroy everything outside of family formation in order for him to start a family of his own. And then it becomes apparent that when no family starts and the tax base goes to shit, here you are, basically. One of the things that you are going to start to begin to realize, especially with these recent incidences, of what this culture has gone through and what this nation ultimately has gone through and with women and men in particular and this thing coming up right now with euphoria and the way these women dress and euphoria and all the rest of it and how they are seen in, in interact with each other is this particular culture 
has a major problem with how they raise girls, but is not in the way the feminists told you about. Let me give you an example. Lady Bird Johnson. Have you even read the letters of Lady Bird Johnson to the husband Lyndon Baines Johnson, 36th President of the United States? Have you read any of the books from Joan Dillion? The way that she used her words and the way that she explains what was going on in that society at that time. And the way that she and her husband used to work out with Hollywood and try to figure out how to write something interesting. And she was attracted. She was pretty. She was pretty. What about Betty White, who recently just passed away? What about even Farrah Fawcett, who passed away in, 19, in 2009? What am I getting at? What I am getting at is, and this is sad, and it's almost showcased in Jeopardy. And it kind of, kind of, it should freak you out in a way. And this is one of the reasons why I pretty much stated the following against Mary Harrington and all the rest of it. Don't trust it. And Amy Therese and all these other particular ones. Don't trust these women. They ain't shit. They ain't shit. But you'd never see me go after one of the other Amy's, um, the one who used to, to be on RT. And you never see me go against anybody who is married connected to a liberal. I will never go after them because they made their choice. There's no reason to make, go after them. It's no use. What you doing? We be, Stop being stupid. But you know... There is a problem with the intelligence, not the just the physical intelligence of a lot of women today. And it is represented by the way the culture accrued, how they teach women and how they taught men with the limited resources that women had back then. They were able to construct certain social technology. I'm going to say social, social skills. That letter writing, all these other things, particular things that are were connected to education and the like. Cooking, cleaning, that sort of thing. Plus letter writing, plus um, mailing, all the rest of it. The little intricacies. Sewing. You never knew where it can become important. I mean, let's be real here. I mean, let's call it a buck. Jack Black's mother was a famous scientist. Mrs. Cohen. It is believed that at the time in 1969 when the dude was born, Mr. Black was born, 
They had to promise shoot certain things. It's believed to be Apollo 13. They had to promise shoot certain things for the space program. And she was going into labor. She was able to do the calculations, give it to her boss via facts or whatever type of technology or telegram. And then she was able to have the contractions and have Jack Black. She was doing it at late during labor. That man later become a famous actor and her grandson is a man of culture. You anime fans know what that means. That woman was working in the space program in the 1970s, 1960s, 1970s, the greatest moment in mankind's history. And of course she worked alongside with the woman to help develop the programming language for the space program so the astronauts can fly to the moon and back again. You went from these women, America went from these women and they got divorced. Let's not lie. They weren't perfect in love. Let's not lie with all that. No. But you went from these women, these type of women, folks, dealing in Black's mother, Mrs. Cohen. I'm forgetting a lot of names. Bear with me here. Lyndon Baines, uh, 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 Lady Bird Johnson. Dillian. White. Um, the one that also Haviland, I believe. That did this whole thing for what is it called? Wi-Fi? Josephine Baker, who helped destroy the Nazis from working in Vichy, France. Motherfuckers were too worried looking at her ass, but they were stealing technology right in front of them. Couldn't get shit done. They lost. They were going to lose. It's over. Now we have confusion about if mouse is allowed or mouse ain't allowed. You went from these type of women to women who are just LARPing in every shaping form, in every social media account and social media platform all over the world, outside of a few places in the world, Japan, Southern Asia and other particular places of that nature, Eastern Europe and other places. But everyone else is just LARPing. Playing a role thinking that they gonna be just as great as the women I just mentioned. Y'all choking, bruh. Choking. So anybody can blame the weaknesses of man being simps and all the rest of these things. Folks, 
And that's fine. But it reaches to a point. And people need to get it through their heads. And make sure that people realize what is going on. And have fundamental understandings. That the quality of women, even Roald Tomasi can tell you, have fallen off so dramatically that even a woman that gives half a decent kindness will be fallen over by these simps and they will do everything in their power and become less of a man to the point where they transition without transitioning, trans-trending, if you might put it in simple terms. In order to get that one crumb of pussy, And a lot of the men who used who went out and go out with a lot of these women, able to get women in every single place all over the world, started to say the same things. A lot of these women are just not good people. Not good persons. They're empty in a lot of places. I made a statement about euphoria and it's somewhat related to what I was talking about here, especially with Kevin, especially with Kevin, um, uh, Kevin Gates. and how he wanted to commit suicide. I stated the following about euphoria and I stated this, ultimately paraphrasing. If I brought the best Japanese models, especially those that worked on eight women recently in Japan, and I brought some of the best looking supermodels, like some I have already seen, uh, there are seen in Instagram. There are places on Instagram that show these particular models from Japan. There, some of them are from Okinawa. Dime pieces, folks. No joke, no lies. Ain't nothing fake about them. Not one fucking inch fake. Not one fucking inch fake. You will say, how does she do it? she show you. No... It, it, it started from there and they figured it out. They figured it out. And wrestlers from Japan. They will lynch me with the tacit support of the Nation of Islam and the majority of the black intelligentsia, the black bougie and a majority of the African-American community. And 
with even greater support by the intellectuals who are now gone woke, the liberals who are woke, and cancel culture all over the United States. For one reason and one reason only. They're nice, they're loyal, they're beautiful, they put up no airs, they don't joke, they work hard, they love you harder, and they all want to be mothers one day, and they will kill me for even bringing them to this country. That's the reason why I was so disappointed when I saw that video and it's shown on that Substack page about that dude back in 2017 in the Flip the Script podcast, episode 21, that aired in 2007 when one of the hosts threw water on that young man, a rapper, because his he wants a Latina for a wife. He didn't diss his day. He knew how he suffered. He knew how black people suffered and all the rest of these things. But a culture that continues to raise their own women as goddesses. Not realizing that that type of thing, especially as a Catholic, is tantamount to heresy. Heresy. And it is ultimately disrespecting Mother Mary of Christ, Mother Mary, Mary, Mother of God. Her title. Her title, nobody else's title, her title. But you're giving divinity to that. And then they, in the NOI, their big mistake is they then said, oh, why he can't work for him? Why did they? No, 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 that's not her place. That's not her place. Not her place. She facilitates the Lord's life, all the rest of it. But giving that divinity to a African-American woman who ultimately resents the fact that she is called a goddess. They ultimately reverse the fact that she is called strong. They ultimately resents the fact in the back of her mind and now starting to see it in reality and now they're starting to say it in reality that she has to be strong, all the rest of it. And the whole jokes and the whole nonsense of, of surrounding that. You ultimately become slim slaves and pimps to someone who doesn't want to even touch strength and is looking to the man that she chose to be with, we with, in order to have some semblance of a life and an understanding, but they have fallen from the actual women that actually fought with the other men of the civil rights movement and ultimately lost out to unscrupulous, untalented, unwanted, and undeserving women who are out there just looking out, getting their bodies ready for the next pipe to get piped down with. That was the sexual revolution. 
and they even asked questions about why is this thing connected to all these other things. They were confused. And rightfully so. What y'all gonna do? I'm asking y'all. Coming up next on Beyond This Earth, somewhat related to this, changes with mascots, both in the Disney Corporation and in Mars Corporation. We'll be right back right after this on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth and over the hall back here. Some interesting changes coming to candy bars. Not only that the Mars Corporation with his M&Ms are going to put three types of different types of M&Ms into one package. That's the peanut, peanut butter, and normal candies. They're also changing the looks of some of the candies. One of those candies being the green candy with those high heels. You know, with the such adulterous thing and the whole nine yards and what have you. She'll be wearing track pants. You heard me right. The green M&M is going to be wearing track pants. It's part of the inclusiveness that is coming. She's no longer going to wear high heels. Yes, you heard me correctly. She's no longer wearing high heels. It got so bad that the, that the Rolling Stone has decided to say she must become a green little slut again. Now remember, Rolling Stone did the whole thing about... Uh, the hoax that later became a hoax of the mattress girl in West in a Virginia college in the University of Virginia college and the mattress girl in its particular situation that later turned out to be a hoax and now they begin to see the result of it the green man Eminem can no longer be a slide What a weird article that was. But it wasn't as weird as Disney's next decision. We're going to make Minnie Mouse wear a Trek suit. The girlfriend, let's just call it wife, of Mickey Mouse is going to be wearing a Trek suit. I never thought it would see today. I never thought they would say, look. She's a woman. We can't have the discrimination. We can't have the FX in trouser entities. We must have the trousers. Everybody gotta wear the trousers. Y'all fucked up. This is Minnie Mouse. Hey, y'all. 
She can't wear no dress. You took Minnie Mouse's dress and put her in a tracksuit. Really? Oh, y'all for real? Y'all can't be for real, can you? Then everybody wonders. Even Disney themselves wonder. Why I keep have to go to Japan to get the people all wound up and excited for my IP. For my intellectual properties. Cause you do shit like this, Disney! You put Betty Mouse in a tracksuit! No! Why you foul? Then you have to go to Japan to get Star Wars up! No! Do you not see what is going on? It's called Ego! But this is just the further realization of a thing that is called the managerial state. A fantastic post that was posted that pretty much focused on this particular managerial state and all the changes that we're in. James Burnham Fred, who used to, who did that book concerning it in the 1940s. The Managerial State 1941 by Burnham Nails, the world that we lived in 70 years ago, Burnham saw that capitalism will die and socialism will not replace it. Instead, a new elite will take over. We called them middle management. They called it the cathedral. He calls it the managers. I called them middle management. Here are the insights that he found out. Capitalism had ruled over the past few centuries and was supported by concepts as individualism, private initiative, natural rights, Lord of God. The Burnham saw that capitalism has lost the self-confidence that an ideology needs to rule the role today is increasingly led by managers this is evident in the push of a new pattern of thought and feeling that benefits the managerial class the emphasis of individuals shifts to the people which is socialism bro private initiative gives away to planning here's this and there's that and there's that and let's hope it works clink clink clunk Clink, clink, clunk, clink, 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 Broke down. Oh, we just have to fit this part here. Still broke. And we have to fit this part here and that part here. Broke down. Come on, guys. I got to keep working. Let's keep working at it. Many years later, look, 
I shortened lines here, people. It's gotta work this time. Who are the managers? The managers are the administrators, experts, directing engineers, production executives, and technocrats in government private business. They sideline the capitalist owners under the pretext of their greed and the masses under the pretext of them being stupid. From parliaments to bureaus, elected representatives wielded real power in the past. Today, real power lies with the unelected managers in bureaus, executive agencies, and commissions. Even wars are managed by a Pentecost-style managerial bureaucracy. That's what happened in Vietnam. Westmoreland, General Westmoreland, oh Lord, had that war won, lost it by managing, by middle managers. Parliament was the sovereign body of the unlimited, in the limited state of capitalism, which was limited. The bureaus in the sovereign bodies have the unlimited state of managerial society. Today, life is enmeshed with the rules, regulations, laws, and decrees emerging from different bureaus. Where are the managers? Everywhere. In the U.S., non-teaching administrators in schools are up by 138% since 1978. Students are rolled up by 8%. Since 1975, number of hospital administrators are up by 3,000%. The numbers of doctors up by 150%. How did managerium grows out of hand? Bruno wrote that the manager class is inbred and self-justifying. Operations are kept alive, which has little social purpose other than to nourish an enclave of managers. How is manager anti-democratic? Capitalism is democratic by no one group controls the whole economy. This is true. Opposing factions such as agriculture, industry, labor, capital, and everyone else fight for it for the resources. We fight for the resources like, man, y'all need to eat. And y'all need to build the tools so y'all can eat. And y'all need to get me the funds so I can help you build the two so y'all can eat. So you can buy the bills so y'all can eat. And you need the entertainment so the motherfuckers can rest so the motherfuckers can get the fun to get the pen to get the kid to get to eat so y'all can eat. And you need this, 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 and this in order for everybody to get to eat. And if we don't eat, we all stop fighting. That's what's happening right now. The managerial state, however, has a single integrated list of institutions. And that controls what's going on in the country. We overestimate the possibility of peace, friendly, and freedom. For a good thing to actually happen, people must want it desire know how they get it skills actually execute courage desire skill and courage seldom coincide in the same personal class so there are a lot of people that have the desire oh we got that man oh yes we want this we desire it yes but they don't have the skills nor the courage to do it a lot of people have the courage but the desire ain't there and the skills are lacking. There's a lot of people that got the skills, but the courage to get, to use the skills to get their desires ain't there.
Some have two of the three. They have the courage and the skills. Their desire is lacking. They have the courage and the desire. They don't have the skills. They have the desire and the skills, but the courage to pull it out. There's only a few people in history. They had the courage, the desire, and the skill. And one of them is America. The other may have been Japan. The rise in the material state is a good thing and a bad thing neither. Tragedy and comedy only occurs within a human situation. There is no background on which to judge the human situation as a whole. It is merely what it happens to be. So. We don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but what are we seeing? Very bad situations from people that don't have the skills, nor the technology, nor the ideas to succeed. And now we're seeing it with these two examples, especially with M&Ms and Disney. It's top of all the other things that they are in trouble with. We will continue with the final segment of Beyond This Surf with some good news, especially from space right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. Time for the news that you missed. 34 Activision Blizzard employees right after Microsoft has announced that they will buy Activision Blizzard in 2013, 20, oh, 2023 has formed the first ever union at a public traded video game company. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen branded economic priorities for Biden's people in infrastructure, research, and education as a modern-day supply economics. It is a play on the Republican idea of supply-side economics, which advocated for tax cuts and deregulation. Activist investor Blackwell's Capital has taken a significant state in Peloton and will urge the company to fire its CEO and explore the sale per the Wall Street Journal. Another activist investor, Trend Fund Management, is taking a stake in community goods leave for the, US, the WSJ report. Calls is also facing the heat from activist investors. New Zealand Prime Minister Jacqueline Ardern has announced new COVID restrictions and postponed her wedding after the 29 cases of Omicron in a family who traveled the country. She is not married? That's interesting. RE employees from a more from a Manhattan location filed for a union in Lansion. If successful, it will be the retailer's first union. Anderson Horowitz is aiming to raise $4.5 billion for a set of crypto funds. IBM is selling some of its wants and health assets to a private equity firm. The Biden administration is making it easier for international SIM students to stay in the U.S. after graduation. DeepMind co-founder Mustafa Suleiman is leaving Alphabet for Greylock Partners, a venture capitalist firm. British Vault, a UK-based battery startup, raised $2.3 billion to build a battery manufacturing plant in Blythe, England. 
Sarah Palin's trial against the New York Times have been delayed by 10 days due because she has tested positive for the virus. She is, of course, unvaccinated U.S. District Judge Jed Backoff remarked. Meta introduced a new AI supercomputer that it will be the world's fastest by the time it's complete in the middle of this year. Merrill Lynch financial advisor was arrested and fired from his job after unleashing a racist change rant against an employee in a smoothie store. Neil Young posted a letter to his management and record label requesting that his music be removed from Spotify over the platforms hosting COVID-19 misinformation. They can have Joe Rogan or Young, not both. And this was followed by... Um, then the other person that was also there, Barry Manilow, also left Spotify due to this particular situation with Neil Young. The SAT is getting shorter and will fully go online in a major step for standardized testing. Come on, folks, really? We're moving from pencil to paper to, to plastic and glass. Really? You really think they're going to the people ain't going to get it? Come on, bro. Come on, bro. There will be an industry for finding the answers. You people are so dumb. GM is investing $7 billion into electric vehicles and battery production in its Michigan, its largest single investment in history. Microsoft reported a quarterly sales of more than $50 billion for the first time ever. And that is why they were able to spend $70 billion on the sale on the on the acquisition of Activision Blizzard. David Ortiz was led to the, uh, elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame for Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens in their final years of eligibility were left out. Fortescue, an Australian mining company, purchased the Barry and Tech division of racing team Williams Formula One for $220 million. NVIDIA is reportedly preparing its banning his ill-fated ARM acquisition. Google has done away with Flock, its controversial federated learning-based potential replacement for third-party cookies. Tesla now runs its most popular auto factory in the U.S. per Bloomberg analysis. The International Monetary Fund's executive board urged El Salvador to remove Bitcoin's legal tender status. 80 Sanders' epic run on Jeopardy came to an end last night after ranking 40 wins, the second longest streak in show history, and nearly $1.4 billion in prize money. President Biden hosted U.S. top executives at the White House to talk the economic benefits of his stall built back by the plans. UBS has acquired the robo-advisor Wealthfront for $1.4 billion. Dwayne The Rock Johnson said he's doing a movie that will bring one of the biggest, most badass games to the screen once I have played for years. Is it The Sims? No, it's Gears, it's Gears series, folks. It's just a Gears series. Apple skirted the worst of the supply chain bottleneck to post rocket sales this quarter. The U.S. housing market gained nearly $10 trillion in value over the pandemic. Kim Kardashian's shapewear brand Skims doubled its valuation over the past nine months to $3.2 billion. Quarterback Gwen Roethlisberger announced his retirement from the NFL after 18 seasons and two Super Bowl wins with the Pittsburgh Steelers. The right to repair may soon become a reality. Adobe and his partners announced the first version of a digital content center that will help combat manipulated media like deepfakes. 
Facebook Wait Meta has given up on Libra Wait Diem, its crypto venture. It's sending the answer to a private equity firm for $200 million. On the press side for Meta, its customer acquisition were approved by UA regulators, and Tesla, like everything everywhere, is feeling the supply chain pinch. And that was the news that you just missed for this week. James Webb has finally made the L2 LaGrange glory. It has traveled nearly 1.6 million kilometers as 1 million miles to reach a destination that in some ways is nowhere at all. On January 24th, a one month after its Christmas Day launch, the $10 billion observatory arrived at a spot in space known as the Lagrange Point L2, where the gravity of both the Sun and the Earth effectively cancel each other out, allowing the spacecraft to circle an invisible point like it was orbiting a solid body on a planet. The telescope will then station keep for the next 20 years, peering into the deep into space in any observatory as ever before. The one-month flight was a combination of 25 years of research and development work, and NASA was not shy in celebrating the accomplishment. The arrival at the L2 point was indeed a cause for space agency high fives. The Webb telescope operates on an infrared spectrum, detecting exceedingly faint heat signatures from stars and galaxies that formed up to 13.7 billion years ago, or about 100 million years after the Big Bang. In order to pick up such vanishingly tiny electromagnetic signals, the telescope's 18-segment mirror had to be keep kept exceedingly cold, as low as 100 and 390 degrees Fahrenheit. Orbiting the L2 spot makes that possible, allowing the telescope tennis court-sized sun shield to protect it not only from the sun itself the reflected life of the Earth and the Moon. Entering the L2 orbit was a delicate exercise. The spacecraft had to fire its main engine in exactly 200 and, uh, 297 seconds, just shy of five minutes, slowing its speed to a mere 336 miles, 3.6 miles, excuse me, and easing it into an orbit that will complete one circuit around the L2 point every six months or so. These orbits will not be stable, however, with some drift inevitably creeping into them as a result of the position of the spacecraft relative to the Earth and the Sun. For that reason, Webb will have to periodically fire his onboard thrusters to make minor course corrections, and that was a fact of was the cause for concern. Webb can use every bit of time that it can get, especially even now. It is still months away from actually beginning its work from exploring deep space. The telescope's mirror is made of 18 hexagonal segments, each of which will move in seven angles operated by seven pistons and actuators, allowing the overall mirror to be brought into sharp focus. Getting to these mirrors in position is a painstakingly precise exercise. So... In a couple of months, May, they're saying that it will be ready. And then in a couple of days after that, possibly another month or so, September of this year, we will have our first images. 
of the James Webb telescope, we could possibly see a whole lot of things that we have never seen before. And it is going to be absolutely wild. So James Webb has finally reached the Lagrange point. Let's hope everything works. They said it will last 20 years now. They originally said it was going to be 10, 15, 20 years. Now they're saying it's 2025. This is not the only one that is also going up into space. However, there's another one with a similar technology, but it's more silver or silver-like or an antenna with a similar type of antennae and cold spots and all the rest of it that will do similar observations. So we have Hubble, James Webb, and a couple of others. This is going to be absolutely fascinating. And I really do mean this. It is a great day for space and space exploration as a whole. Not to be outdone, Toyota has decided that we're getting to the moon in style. Toyota is working with Japan's space agency JAXA on a vehicle to explore the lunar surface with ambitions to help people live in the moon by 2040 and then go to live on Mars later on, as company officials said on Friday. The vehicle being developed with the Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency is called Lunar Cruiser which name pays homage to the Toyota Land Cruiser Sport Utility Vehicle. Its launch is set for the 2020s. The vehicle is based on the idea that people eat, work, and sleep, and communicate with others safely in cars. And the same can be done in outer space, said Takato Sato, who leads the Lunar Cruiser project at Toyota Motor Car. We see space as an area for our once-in-century transformation. By going into space, we may be able to develop telecommunications and other technologies that will provide valuable, prove viable to human life. Jitai Japan Incorporated, a venture capital contracted with Toyota, has developed a robotic arm for the Lunar Cruiser. A venture contracted with Toyota has developed a robotic arm for the Lunar Cruiser, designed to perform tasks such as inspection and maintenance. Its grapple feature allows the arm's end to be changed so it can work with different tools like scooping, lifting, and sweeping. Since the founding in the 1930s, Toyota had fretted about losing the core business because of changing times. It has ventured into housing boats, jets, and robots. Its net connected sustainable living quarters near Mount Fuji called Woven City where construction is starting this year. The Japanese fascination with the moon has been growing. A private Japanese venture called iSpace Inc. is working on lunar rovers, landing and orbiting, and is scheduled to have a moon landing later this year. Businesswoman Yuta businessman, excuse me, Yutaku Mazawa, Mizawa, who recently took videos of him floating around in the International Space Station and spoken orbit around the moon aboard Tesla CEO's Elon Musk Starship. Toyota engineer Shinichiro Noda said that he is excited about the lunar project and extension of the automaker's long-time mission to serve customers and the move may provide valuable resources for life on Earth. 
Sending our cars to our moon is our mission, he said. Toyota vehicles are almost anywhere, but this is about taking our cars to somewhere we have never been. So, we're getting so many rovers, so much space, much space, great space, new frontiers. That's some great news. Especially now that we got everything out there. I'm, I'm going to be honest with y'all. And I'm not me mincing my words with this. Is that we're making the important inroads into space. And I'm going to talk about a lot of this in the upcoming announcements near the end of the show. And a lot of this is the beginning of the start of realizing that um, we have done so much with the internet, but the internet has become an extension of the psyches that are being about and not doing the right thing concerning the future of humanity. We did the whole inner space thing concerning with the internet, and for a while it was working out, and for a while certain things started to get it into a point where we were starting to evolve into a place that in many ways would have been much more conductive into solving a lot of the problems that we now experience today and that we would have figured out a way to, on an individual level, change certain aspects of humanity. But we now begin to see that as the truth started to come out, and a lot of the things were connected to all the particular things of humanity. We then said, we got to start censoring. We got to do this. We got to do that. We can't talk about certain particulars and whatnot. And so the internet is now the way it is. Now with outer space, hopefully that we now finally get the breathing space in particular to not have so much control so much on private industry even though private industry is leading the charge both with the moon and mars and in certain ways with these new technologies concerning with the telescopes then it will be able to push a humanity forward in ways that people will benefit. And so these are some of the things that we have to start looking at and experience through. I just want to make one statement about what we were talking about in the second segment. And I just want to make it clear to all of you and make the realization of poignant in a lot of ways. And I think that once you realize what this really is, you start to figure out ways to solve the problems. I really truly believe if you want to look at, there's something that a Twitter user stated that we are seeing the degradation and the finality of what they consider both the industrial complex when it comes to prisons and the 
educational system in this country in particular, we're seeing the end of both. In ways he's in that way the Twitter user is correct. We call I call him the Peckerwood. Others know what his name is. It's a God podcast. And he stated that we're reaching the end of both compulsory education and the prison system in this country. They're both dying at the exact same time. And that's very scary to think about. Very scary. I want to focus on the Chicago school system for one minute and just want y'all to listen very carefully. If you realize about the Chicago school system, and the way their particular unions behave at how they dress, all the rest of these things. Does everybody remember Chief Keith? I'm just using him as an example, right? At 16 years old, he was one of the biggest stars in the industry. In the rap game, right? Because he has a talent, right? Whether you agree on the talent or disagree on the talent, immaterial, look at the facts. Look at the facts. The school system, when he was 16 years old, went through some of the Things that they went through and went through a strike, not once, not twice, three times, and closed down the school for 40 days. If you might recall, when the dude was 17 years old. If that does not tell you the failure of your educational system in America, that Chief Keith. Not only got his daughter out of Chicago through his talent, which this same school district, the Chicago school district, never, not with their teachers, not with the unionized teachers, not with their administrators connected to the Cook County, Cook County government or Chicago government, city government, all educated in the University of Chicago, Chicago-based economics and all the rest of it, right? And I'm talking about Chief Keith in particular. None of them could cultivate his talent. Other people from other places in the, around the country, plus Kanye West in certain ways, were able to cultivate his talent to get his daughter out of Chicago streets. And they get him out of the Chicago streets. And now he lives in Los Angeles. How can you not see the failure of the school system? 
no cons all the conservatives can complain all they want about that school system but i'm telling you that the school system failed its own student because he lived in chicago mind you i'm telling you that this system is failing because they refuse to cultivate his talent. And now they want to complain about representation and go and complain to these major corporations about representation. But the talent that they have in Chicago in particular Keith and others. Other people from other places all over the country are cultivating his talent, but they have the teachers. They spent four years in school. Administrators have spent 12 years in school trying to get degrees. And all of other these things. Your cheek keep somehow made it through all of their little political games. I just want y'all to think about it for a little bit. The conservatives don't have to tell you a damn thing of what's going on that I already know. Look at all the rap stars, especially Keith, especially NBA Youngboy. Little Dirk that go to these schools and they become successes in spite of all of this. You just have to look at recent past history and realize that the school districts are not working. When a conservative have to tell you and you get mad, fine, you get mad. But then you see your boys seceding in spite of the school district, then you got to see, oh, there's a problem. And then the administrators, the unions, the teachers unions, the academic intelligentsia of the United States have the temerity to talk about critical race theory have the temerity to talk about representation. I have the temerity to say this, then, the other. When they're failing their own black students every single day. And they have to do other things outside of their school in order to get them out of the situation that ultimately their government in the major cities who have been mostly been democratic over the last 60 some years have put them in with their overmanagerial things and statements and ideas and plans and centralized, semi-centralized planning. If this is for the men, you see, 
how much more worse is for women because the same society that destroys or does not give representation or, or, or you can say does not give them opportunities like young black men opportunity so they have to go and look elsewhere in the trap all over Atlanta Chicago Philadelphia New York Los Angeles in, in certain places New Orleans New Orleans Houston Tennessee I'm and Memphis I could just rattle off the cities it just did Jacksonville Miami Miami in particular especially Miami I can rattle off the cities if they're not doing anything for men in particular mm, then how much more for women who they do promote who do they say girl power all the time who they want to get girls into stem and all the rest of it who are pushing these things what are they doing trying to get them into the point of middle management I need to tell you something, folks. People say, the liberals say there's a prison. There's a punishment to prison pipeline, school to prison pipeline that people they're trying to stop. What if it's not just that? What if there's a school to prostitution pro uh, pipeline that needs to end? You overly punish boys and you use females to overly punish boy, young men because you, Rolo Tomasi stated this, since the young man was a young man, he is taught to speak and emote himself like a female. Understand? So give females, since they're five years old, are given the right of white even though they might do bad things towards themselves, towards others, all the rest of it, right? But then you give a lot of women who have not been able to develop a certain amount of humility, a certain amount of humility, tact, an understanding of their kindness and all the rest of these things, an understanding of where they are, of how to treat them and others with respect, especially men. You have a school system and a society surrounding that school system that has pretty much hyped up women to such a degree And at the same time, overemphasize sexual induendos and all the rest of it, and de-emphasize their beauty, beauty, or if they have the lack thereof, 
the humility in where all women are pushed towards their more successful point of agency, which is their sexuality, even when most of them don't have the X factor or even the emotional and hyper understanding of their ways of what they see in life in order to handle that particular agency with a sense of respect and dignity towards themselves, men, and other women. They, our school systems, unfortunately in America, are leading a lot of the women since I was in the school, since I was a little tyke, right? Into a prostitution-like mindset. That is just as worse or maybe 10 times worse than what they consider the school to prison pipeline. We realize that then a lot of other things, especially with the story of euphoria, all these particular machinations that is going on start to make sense. Maybe it is the educational system in this country in particular, not so much all over the world, but in this country in particular, and a lot of other countries in the West. UK, Australia, New Zealand, New Zealand, Canada, in in many ways. That not only hurts boys, but gives girls a self, a self so much self-importance without teaching them how to be dignified towards themselves and others. That doesn't teach them how to be humble, be be this, learn how to cook this, that, and the other. Then when they get out into the world, they try to say, oh, we're white collar, this, that, and the other. When some of them want to be blue collar. And then the only thing that you give them is to get dudes into trouble. Every time they shout or something or something is wrong and all the rest of it, you're doing wrong with it. Get boys into trouble from the time they're five years old. Say you're doing a good job and not learn anything about their whole world, their whole society, all the rest of it. And then act the way other women behave, which may not be good or women take out other women who were able to show the young women how to behave, how to treat men with respect, how to say men are not evil, 
how to say they are not evil, how to say beauty is not evil, and a whole lot of these things. And all our westernized schools have done outside of a few places has made a school to pro prostitution pipeline not only inevitable, but the rule. And every single aspect of the way we do the STEM technology for girls and every single aspect of us we try to get school today, they did it in the wrong pretense, the wrong way, and it needs to change into a place where STEM is one of the keys, not the full key. That schooling towards college and all the rest of it is one of the keys and not the full key of trying to develop a woman who could not only respect herself, but not fall into the same types of dangers and the same types of childlike trappings that we see with the West M. Caleb situation and other particular things of that nature. And it wasn't because of the school districts did bad in the past. In the past, things were different. Things were different. They were taught the same way they did. It. it wasn't like, oh, it was overtly more female, all the rest of the and all the rest of these things. But it seems to me that the more they focused on men and they taught children in the same way, but they made the focus on men to do better. Women started to respect that and they started to learn better too. And then they started to respect themselves and then they respected the man they may want to be with or may not want to be with, but they were able to give them a, some form of dignity. You understand? Or some form of acceptance. Whereas I say hi, this, that, any other thing, what have you. But we're in a completely different world now where we have middle managers running everything and ruining everything. I want y'all to think about that real deeply. We'll have more on that discussion in a couple of days and the weeks to come on Beyond This Earth. Three announcements, very important announcements. The first of is that the success of Substack is apparent. And beyond this earth as a Substack, we will link it to that page. But we reached a point where Guru Gothic, the main Twitter handle for Guru Gothic and other things, has reached a point where we're going to go into more of a business, business-like type setting. We're still going to talk to certain things and all the rest of it. And so I have decided that beyond this sort of needs a Twitter handle where it can start talking to these particular entities and other particular podcasts in there. And then we can start talking in that particular sense to each other podcast to podcast and 
user to user instead of me using that particular set setup the guru gothic twitter handle to just do all these particular things and whatnot and for me it will work out best if we do that so not only the sub stack but the twitter handle that will be coming hopefully late march i just need to get certain things set up and change certain other things as well to reflect those changes in that particular place the second announcement is that hopefully before the season finale is out for the third season of beyond this earth we will have a special space episode we will talk about james webb we will talk about the moon we talk about mars space ads who's an astronaut and who's not an astronaut we're gonna talk about astrology and astronomy new discoveries what new technologies are in this is an important episode for beyond this earth so watch out for that one it will come this season hopefully really soon maybe just before we have the season finale of beyond this earth third announcement concerning interviews we are still working on it i know it's been 18 months but with this new twitter handle i hopefully will get those new interviews and be able to promote them as quickly as possible i think one of the reasons that delayed my um the interviews is because we don't have a place to do those interviews where we can do them and all the rest of these things and have and become successful with them I am trying to change that as fast as I can. So that's the third announcement concerning that. And one more announcement. We'll be back next week with an all new episode on Beyond This Earth. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Radio Republic, soon on Clubhouse, soon on Green Room, and soon with the interviews on stereo and wherever you get your radio shows. This is Nolan Hollaback, and we'll see you next time on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth is a Garo Gothic production.